and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm here to talk about Martin Scorsese's film about Jordan Belfort, who was a stockbroker who, uh, like, totally dominated the market and made a ton of money, and that is Wolf of Wall Street. So this movie is based on the true story of Jordan Belfort, as I said before, from his rise to, to a wealthy stockbroker living the high life to his fall involving crime, corruption, and the federal government. Now, this movie is uh, this is a pretty sick movie. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I don't really have much history with it. You know, normally I give you like a brief, like, my history with this film. I don't really know anything about it. Uh, the only thing I knew about it before... I had seen that scene where Jonah Hill eats the goldfish, and I think that's it. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it, to be honest with you. It is, like, it's just really good. I mean, it it um, it is in that sub-genre that I really like that I've talked about before on the show of fast-talking, like, narrated movies where people are breaking weird, obscure laws. Uh, Social Network is one of those that I really like. Um, Molly's Game, that's another really great example. I love movies like that. It's like my secret favorite type of movie because it's not like uh, super identifiable and it's not like you can really seek it out. You know, it's not like I want to go watch a horror movie or I want to go watch an action movie, whatever. You know, it's not super easily identifiable. You got to be kind of watching it and feeling the vibe of it to really know that, oh, it's one of these kind of movies. But this is one of those kind of movies, and I loved it. I thought it was really, really interesting and like a very fascinating portrait of just this dude's life and all the crazy shit he got into. It is one of the most crazy movies for putting you in the mind of drugged out people. I mean, this is like the Pineapple Express of cocaine and quaaludes. It's just you're just watching people high on coke and quaaludes for well i was gonna say i was gonna say two hours no three hours in this case which is maybe my most prominent complaint with this movie is that it is too long uh i understand that there's a lot of ground to cover but in there's a lot of stuff where i feel like it could have probably been sped up because it is um my chair is creaking a lot Oh, sorry about that. If you, I know you can hear that in the recording. I don't know what to do. It's just so creaky. But um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff where it's like he is just repeating kind of a very similar experience over and over again. And it feels like some of it could have been sped up because it's like, okay, I get it. They're going to get whacked out on drugs and then they're going to go have this kind of party. And then he's going to wake up like totally out of it and like it happens like a lot so i think that there's certain areas where it's like okay if we don't get every beat of this this real story then we don't you know we don't we don't need to get everything we'll still get the gist i don't know if we need all of these scenes but there is a really great quality to the dialogue this dialogue is like very snappy and funny but it still feels very realistic it's just seems like exactly how these people would talk and a lot of it's very offensive, a lot of it's very shocking, but a great amount of it is very funny for a lot of those same reasons. Like the shock value of it is just hilarious. And uh, Wolf of, or what am I, what am I saying? Jesus, Jonah Hill. I don't know why I was about to call him the Wolf of Wall Street. That, it's the other guy. Um, 
Jonah Hill is so good in this movie. I love him in everything. I mean, Jonah Hill is genuinely one of my favorite actors, comedic or otherwise. But in this movie, he is playing this just absolute crazy character. And some of his moments in the in the movie are so funny, especially the one where he's talking about um, what he might do if uh, there's something wrong with his kid. And he's like, yeah, we're just going to take him out somewhere and drive him out and just open the door and be like, you go ahead, buddy. You're free now. It's like I was dying at that part. Like he's so funny in this movie. His delivery is pitch perfect for everything. He has like a really great screen presence, and the way he plays off of Leonardo DiCaprio is perfect. Uh, they they have a really great like buddy comedy dynamic, and I really enjoyed all the scenes with them in it. Margot Robbie is also fantastic in this movie. She's doing like really great work. This is probably my favorite performance of hers that I've ever seen. But there is a lot of moments where she is like playing the um the the kind of flip between like the just being a domesticated housewife, you know, yes, yes, whatever you want, honey, type of thing. And then how sometimes it flips and you can see how she really feels and the anger that she has and how she, you know, you see her kind of build up to eventually leaving him over the course of the movie. I really thought that she did a really great job of playing both sides of that character and his original wife, you know, his first wife, I felt so bad for her. I mean, obviously she's, she's no Margot Robbie. I mean, let's just be real, but I felt so bad when she catches uh, when she catches them together and she's like screaming and crying and he just like leaves her on the sidewalk just like kind of alone like oh my god that poor woman I felt so bad for her but she's really good in that part as well because she's obviously she's not in as much of it as Margot Robbie is but in the the scenes that she has she is very good. And Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously, he's great in everything, but he's the star here, and he does such a good job here. I mean, every stage of this character's development, how he's progressively getting more drugged out and more of an asshole, and all these vices are totally taking hold of him, and he's becoming more of a like snobby and more uh, totally ridiculously rich like beyond his wildest imagination and um he's breaking even more laws as it keeps going and he just like keeps thinking he's progressively more untouchable i mean uh, the way he plays that progression and like the way he goes from this sort of bright-eyed newcomer and and you see the whole thing of like that's when i fell in love with wall street and that whole thing to the end of the film the the place that he's at i mean he plays all of that really, really well. And I think that he's the best part about this movie. And his narration is amazing, too. He does such a good job. This is a movie with a really great cast of characters in general. I mean, I talked about, like, the three biggest players, probably. But, I mean, John Bernthal is really good in this. I didn't know he was in it, but he's very good in it. Um, that was a nice surprise. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is good in a kind of a throwaway role. I like John Favreau in the couple of scenes he's in. Kyle Chandler is really good in his playing off of um, off of Leonardo DiCaprio's character is, I mean, like their dynamic is pitch perfect, especially that boat scene and the way that they kind of go back and forth and like this verbal fencing match almost. That was very, very well done. Uh, Kenneth Troy is good in this in a pretty, pretty small role. I mean, everybody just shows up to play here. I mean, there's, it's hard not to, it's, it is Martin Scorsese, but 
it is just a really impressive cast and everyone's doing a great job, even with like pretty small, thankless roles in a lot of cases. In terms of the directing, he does such a great job here. This is one of the best directed films I've seen in a while. Obviously, there's amazing shots that are composed incredibly well. That goes without saying. But then when you come to the feeling that it gives you, which is a lot of the times, I think what is more important um, the, that frenetic energy, that manic feeling, uh, the drugged out feeling in a lot of it, especially when they OD on those quaaludes that have developed a trigger, you know, or like, um, whatever that is, what's that called? Like a delayed trigger or whatever. Those scenes are incredibly well directed. And that energy is, uh, is so good. Like the way they capture it, um, intercutting between the real scene and, um, that Popeye cartoon on TV is a really uh, clever choice and the way it's edited is perfectly timed. I really liked all the stuff where you kind of see from his perspective and like everything's sort of tripped out and, and weird looking. It just, it captures that vibe so perfectly. I've never been on drugs, but I feel like I am when I'm watching this movie and a lot of like the party scenes and stuff. He does a really great job of that. And he also does a great job of explaining to you how all this stuff works because it's a lot of stuff that's not only very complicated, complicated, but in a lot of cases, very boring. I mean, if you're not interested in finances, you're probably not going to care that much about weird stock market laws, but he makes it all very digestible and very interesting to watch. Like you want to know how they're running this, this expansive criminal operation and, and how they're breaking the laws that they're breaking and why they are and what does that do for them and what advantages, you know, that kind of thing. He does a really great job of keeping all that stuff interesting the whole way through. One of the best scenes in this entire movie was when you see the first version of uh, Leo driving home. And he's like, somehow I, I miraculously made it home without a scratch on me or the car. And you see him driving like super slow and re really carefully and stuff. And then the next morning you see what actually happened and you see the wreck of the car and then you go backwards in time and you see how it actually got home and how it's nowhere near the original version. That was a really cool touch. Uh, this is just a movie full of really great choices. And I thought that it was a blast to watch through and through. The only thing that I said before is it does seem a little bit long for, for a decent portion of it. Um, it does kind of, feel like, okay, can we get on with it? You know, like, I, I get it, I get it. It's just kind of repeating the same things over and over again. Like, I feel like we could maybe move on. But regardless, it's still very entertaining to watch. And despite the fact that towards the end, it you start to feel it drag a little bit, I think for the vast majority of it, it doesn't feel like that. And it just feels like a really entertaining good time. And it explores a fascinating uh, criminal scheme. And I really enjoyed it. So I would highly recommend this one. If you haven't seen it before, it is a really, really well-made well movie. And I, I would highly, highly recommend it. All right, before I get out of here, I want to say that I'm grateful for um, a, a nice day to just kind of chill outside and friends who are able to come over just like whenever. It's really nice to just have like people, you can be like, hey, you want to just chill right now? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then just hang out for a while and just kind of bullshit. It's fun. And I I had fun today just chilling, enjoying the nice weather, uh, playing some basketball, you know, in between like the 80 million cars that went in and out of my neighborhood. I swear it was like every two seconds. But still, it was a nice time and I, I had fun. 
That's what I'm grateful for. All right, you know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, review your podcast. Five stars is super helpful. After that, you can go ahead and, and uh, tell a friend if you think they would enjoy the show. Word of mouth is a great way to spread the word about the podcast. And thank you if you don't know that, and thank you in advance if you are going to. But in the meantime, thank you as always for listening. That's the most important thing that you do for me. But, yeah, and until next time, let me tell you something. There's no nobility in poverty. I have been a rich man, and I have been a poor man, and I choose rich every fucking time. Peace.